temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Good Tuesday to you. Welcome. Bill Michael Show, we are on the air. We are glad you are with us. Thanks so much uh, for hanging out with us. We certainly appreciate it. Bill Michael Show uh, here today on a Tuesday. You got Sam producing Radio Joe Zola off uh, for the rest of the week. And Evan Heffelfinger still behind the glass. So uh, the band is here. And hopefully uh, you're going to hang with us all day today as well. And, you know, we talk about the Packers, and that's kind of now set in. The loss is set in. It's begun to marinate a little bit. And now you start to move forward and you ask yourself, you know, uh, about how good this team is. You start to kind of rebound. You start to talk yourself back into things such as they're they're better than that loss and they're going to get wins. And you start to go through the list. And you know what? I went through this the other day and I said, okay, let's let let's let's do this together here. So I had said before last Thursday when we went through this and we said, well, what would their record be? I said, okay, take the loss at Tampa. Because I said I, I had trepidation about that. Take the loss at Tampa. At Houston, and I really thought Houston would, would start to bounce back. Houston just, is as much as I like Deshaun Watson, it's just that that's, defensively is a bad football team. So the Packers should roll. Uh, so that should be a win. I don't think Minnesota gets them at Lambeau Field. So that's a win. At San Francisco... If San Francisco continues to get healthier, we'll say, okay, there you go. That's a loss. Jacksonville, a win. The Colts, a win. The Bears, I'm saying the Bears coming into Lambeau Field, the Packers, it may not be easy, but they get a win. The Philadelphia Eagles, they're a bad team. They get a win. At Detroit, they it's always hard over there, but they get a win. The Carolina Panthers, which are a little bit of an enigma to me, but I'm going to say just, just – for, because it's at Lambeau, and we'll see what it is, what it's like on December nineteenth. Uh, a win. The Tennessee Titans. Boy, they look good. They got a good defense, and they got a run game. They can stick it right in your ear. That's a Sunday night contest. I'm saying the Packers lose that one, and then they go on the road to Chicago, and they win. Which means yet again another season in which Matt Lafleur does not take a loss in the division. Okay, 
You with me so far? If you add it up, a loss at San Francisco, a loss against Tennessee, that's 13-3. and three. Another 13-3 and three season. Now, you may have a game or two that are different. Okay, I can go with that. We can get on that. We can get on that same page. But you tell me, okay, you tell me if you differ by much. Are you? Do you have them at twelve and four, fourteen and two, thirteen and three? So if that's predictably where they're at, a thirteen and three season, that should pretty much put you almost on top, if not the top dog in the NFC. Wouldn't you agree? Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. So the question goes back to: Do you think the Packers have done enough? to put this team over the top. Do you think this Packers team has done enough to put them over the top? Has Brian Gutekinds done enough? Or are they going to go into the postseason and well, either you get one, you get a little bit lucky. You got There's four things you have to be to be a championship team. You got to be good. That's one. You got to be lucky. That's two. You got to be healthy, that's three, and you got to get hot at the right time, that's four. So will they be that team heading into the postseason? So if you think no, that they're just not good enough, you know what I mean? That they're good enough to get you to the postseason, but they're just, after what you saw and the way they got kind of dump trucked down there in Tampa Bay, okay, yeah, I, I, I get it. You may have some trepidation about this. So Seattle. Uh, Arizona, Seattle's five and zero. Arizona and LA both four and two. San Francisco three and three. The Bears are five and one. The Packers are four and one. You figure the Bears, they're not going to go away anytime soon. They don't have the easiest of schedules, but you would assume that they're most likely going to be a team that is going to find their way into the postseason. Tampa Bay certainly at four and two. I think the New Orleans Saints are going to hang around. Then you got Dallas, who's probably going to win their division. But not much more than that after Dallas just got beat down again. Well, that is the absolute pathetic division uh, of uh, of the NFC. And I'm sure down in Dallas they're saying, just hang in there, Mike. you got a lot of rebuilding to do. And, oh, by the way, you know, just get in and anything can happen. No, your team stinks. The the team stinks. They're, they're undisciplined. They just look bad. I mean, they were really kind of chewing on Mike McCarthy last night for, uh, for some of the things that are going on down there culture-wise in Dallas. Okay, so now you ask yourself, out of Seattle, Arizona, L.A., the Rams, Chicago, Tampa Bay, New Orleans, what team or teams are going to beat the Green Bay Packers? And if you think the Packers aren't better than two or three of those teams in the NFC, then it's wash, rinse, repeat. And by that I mean same thing you saw last year. You're good enough to get there and good enough, you know, via quarterback and maybe – play calling and scheming and such to get yourself a win or two in the postseason. But ultimately, you're not the Super Bowl-bound team. Now, a week ago, we would have thought different. But we saw what we saw. The eyeball test doesn't lie. You can't unsee that. You know what I mean? 855-830-8648-855-830-8648. So you tell me where that Green Bay Packers team falls. And if you take it a step further, has Brian Gutekind done enough 
or will he do enough to get this team over the top? Or, here's the next question. Let me lead you down this path. Or, do they just pay too much attention? you got to pay attention to the draft because the draft is your life's blood. If you don't have good drafts, you are not going to be a successful franchise. It's as simple as that, period. But do you think at times when – do you think at times there is a reluctancy to admit failure, that this just didn't work and we have to go buy somebody to supplement for the failure? Great ones are never afraid to fail. Great ones – never have a problem admitting failure. It's what they do to overcome failure. Bad ones won't admit failure. They'll go down with the ship instead of live to fight another day. You know what I mean? So where do the Packers rank in all of this? I just threw a lot of stuff at you. I just threw a lot at you, and I understand you're probably swimming a little bit when it comes to the thought process. But I just want to get your thoughts. Now that you've had a day to let the loss sink in, you know, a pick six from Aaron Rodgers, a two-pick day, it's, you know, it's, it's an anomaly. You know, it's, it's, this doesn't happen. You know, it's happened, but it, just, it doesn't happen to Aaron Rodgers on a, on a day-in and day-out basis. So I'm, am I worried? No. Come on. I'm not. Live and learn, right? Bad day. Whatever. 855-830-8648-855-830-8648. Would love to hear from you over on Twitter as well. Hit us up on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. Uh, you can also get a hold of our buddy Evan Heffelfinger at Evan Heff 25. You can find him there. Uh, you can find Sam. What is your, uh, what is your handle on Twitter, man? Sam double underscore Schmitz. Unfortunately, there's too many Sam Schmitzes in the world. Really? I did not know that. Sam double underscore Schmitz. Well, there you go. So you got to double up on it. So Sam double underscore Schmitz. You can find him there. Find me over on the Facebook fan page. Go to facebook.com slash the Bill Michael show. By the way, I want to talk about that when we come back as well. And uh, you can find us on the uh, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, you can email me the old fashioned way. Bill Michaels at Bill And thanks to Tom. Thanks to Jeff. Thanks to Drew. Also, thanks to Mick Badger. All listening to us on the radio.com app. McBadger, by the way, listening to us and excited about Big Ten football coming back uh, out in Montana. Listening to us in Montana. And uh, Tom is listening to us down in Austin, Texas again today. So thanks for listening to us on the radio.com app. So all of those I just threw out there at you. So you tell me. So you tell me. Give us a shot. You know, first of all, have they done enough? Has Brian Kudikins done enough? Do you think he will do enough? Are they too committed to some of the failures through the draft instead of worrying about the here and the now? Do you think they're on the right path? I mean, give me all of that. I want to hear from you. 855-830-8648. This portion of the program brought to you by good friends over there at Bud Light. They are the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. We'll be back with your calls, your comments, your interaction next on the Bill Michael Show. 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Let the good times roll And I want these words to make things right But it's the wrongs that make the words come to life But who does he think he is? If that's the worst you got Better put your fingers back to the key One night and one more time Thanks for the memories Even though they weren't so bad He 
We're back. Glad to have you. Thanks for joining us. The Bill Michael Show continues on. The Packers caught up in developing the hometown talent, that homegrown stuff out of the uh, draft, rather than maybe just moving on and bettering the team via additional pickups. Just a question, just thoughts. You know, you've got some guys that are good. They're not great. You've got some of the average Joes that are kind of, you know, filling gaps in this team. 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. Want to hear from you. Let's get uh, the phone calls as uh, we've got uh, quite a few of them uh, lined up. And then also, don't forget, uh, you can hit us up over on the uh, Facebook fan page. You can also find me over on uh, the regular email site, Bill Michaels at BillMichaelSports.com, and find me on Twitter as well. Rob listening to us in De Pere. Rob, welcome to the program, man. What's going on? What you thinking? Not much. How you doing today? I'm doing great today. What's on your mind? Um, I just think uh, Goody's proven to be weak in the draft. Um, you look at this year, you have a first-round pick that we don't even know if he's going to be anything in the NFL, sitting on the bench, not helping us. you got a second-round pick that shows promise, I think, but he's not really contributing. And then you got a third-round pick that you overreached on, and now he's on IR. And – whether or not he's going to do more to help, I mean, he did pick up the Smith brothers, so that's positive. I mean, I think he's done decent in free agency. But ignoring the wide receiver position the last two years, when you see around the league, teams everywhere have rookies just blowing up. And if you're going to trade up, why don't you trade up a little or a little higher and go get a Justin Jefferson or pick up a Chase Claypool, do something like that. I mean, you have an MVP quarterback right now. You should be trying to win right now. What if Love, three years down the road, proves out to be a bust? Then you did nothing to help a team win a Super Bowl now when obviously um, we had holes in the defense at wide receiver that should have been addressed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, appreciate the phone call. And, and you're right in the sense that if, if by chance, and I'm not saying he is, but by chance if Jordan Love is not the guy that you think – not only did you not help this team now, but you're going to be looking again to help the team in the future, and you traded away a potential helpful draft choice. I mean, that's the risk you take, obviously. Everybody knows that. I mean, that's master of the obvious. But it, that that's that's where people it, – it's put it this way. Is the team better, the same, or worse than what it was a year ago? Is it better, the same – or worse than what it was a year ago. And you got to look at that, 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 that because if you're the same or you're worse, you're you're not getting better in the NFL. You're treading water. You know what I mean? Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. Let's go to Len listening to us in a Waukesha. Len, how you doing today? What's going on? You know, Bill, I I, I watched this now we got it with Goody, and I like Gutekinds. But what direction are you going? Why in the heck did you re-sign Aaron to such a, a long-term contract if you were going to go and jump at a project up there? I mean, these guys, I think St. Brown has been on the roster for four years. And the first time we throw to him, he runs the wrong route. Doesn't kick up a blitz, kick up, and we the, the thing stalls. I mean, MBS 
is never going to be better than a fourth or fifth receiver on a decent team. That's where he should be. I, I mean, they could have had Chase Claypool and Patrick Queen without doing anything. I mean, Jordan Love, when, when, if, if, there's a lot of guys comparing this to the Aaron Rodgers, Brett Farfield. Hey, when, when Aaron Rodgers came up there, he was the backup quarterback. This guy couldn't be the backup quarterback next year because they got to teach him how to play the position. I mean, it's ridiculous. And if he wants to help the Packers, if you want to win, I'm going to tell you, if Ron Wolf was running his team, he'd go out and get Antonio Brown. You know he's a nutcase. Guy, he would still be your second-best receiver on that team, if not the best. And the reason Aaron Rodgers is on Devontae Adams because when he didn't catch anybody else. I mean, this Jay Sternberger, this guy can't catch the ball. That's why Robin Collins moved ahead of him. This is why moved ahead of him. I mean, this has been terrible. As far as Patton goes, he made LeFleur keep Patton. Patton does not, he does not adjust to the teams he plays. He plays one way. And if it works, that's great. It looks good. Now, why is Preston Smith not rushing the pass? That's what he does. He's not He's not a man to be in coverage. And if you're going to put Josh Jackson out there on an island, you're going to rush the quarterback, especially a statue like Tom Brady. I, I, I'm fed up with this crap. I really am. All right, buddy. Uh, you can tell there's a lot of frustration there, a lot of things that he had to say. First of all, um, I, I said this last night during, and I wanted to make a mention of this. Thanks to everybody that watched on Facebook Live last night. We had, we had as many people that had watched that video that watched the nightly news in Milwaukee. That was great. That was so much fun. Thanks to everybody with the comments and the questions, and had an absolute blast. So I, I appreciate it. And we talked a little bit about this. That you have to ask yourself the question: Do you have the talent to be a better defense? How much better? And if you don't, and the answer is no, then how can you blame the coaching? You know what I mean? If the answer is yes, then certainly the coaching becomes at fault, and then you say, okay, you're not, you're not getting this team to maximum ability. All right? Preston Smith, when you talk about Preston Smith, he has dropped back into coverage, but the statistics from last year to this year who – and and correct me, guys, back in the studio if I'm wrong or not. I, I can't remember who actually put the, the snaps together that looked at it that said he's dropped back into coverage as much this year as he did last year. Um, but he is kind of playing the same. And my point is, now, while you did have Kenny Clark out and you lost some beef up front and the ability – to uh to to you know have Kenny Clark up there sucking up double teams and maybe taking some of the pressure off of the guys coming busting in on the ends um i i ask you did you think they were going to have career years again this year it's an it's an adaptation league so when something works teams look at it in the off season that prepare for you and they adapt to it i did not expect Zadarius and Preston Smith to have the exact same stats or better than what they had last year, unless they had better personnel. Now, you draft Patrick Queen, you have Christian Kirksey, you get a guy like Chris Barnes who busts onto the scene, okay, you you can you can do that. Suddenly, because you've got guys shooting the gut, 
Therefore, it's going to open up guys on the outside. All right, but they they you got a you got a banged up Kirksey who you knew you were going to get banged up. That's been his mo. You haven't uh, you know Barnes burst onto the scene, but and, and he's a he's an energetic player, but he's not what Tampa Bay's throwing at you on a consistent basis. Maybe he'll develop into that. But you still have the same guys up front. You you still. You know, Matt Schneidman uh, was on Twitter. I think he was the guy that put together the the snaps on Preston Smith. Thanks, thanks, Sam. Um, so, if the talent's not better, what more did you expect? And did you really think they were going to have career years again this year? Um, now, Josh Jackson in coverage. Josh Jackson's made a few plays. He's gotten a little bit better. Uh, he got highlighted uh, a couple of times, and that's never what you want. I agree, um, but. Defensively speaking, I I continually look and say, where'd they get better? Where'd they get better? It's the same group of guys. Where'd they get better? They're they're good in the secondary. When Kevin King comes back, they're they're good in the secondary. They're they're a top five, top seven, eight secondary. But the rest of it, where'd they get better? It's the same team. You know. And Mike Pettin's been here a couple of years. So when you say, what has Mike Pettin done? Mike Pettin's normally, I mean, when you look at what Pettin's done in his career, he's had some top 10 defenses. He's been a pretty good coordinator. You give the guy talent, he can get it done. You can only do so much with what you have. And I said this last night. I said, this is like, um, this is like buying a cor- uh, a, a, buying a Corvette. And you've got, 30 other Corvettes, right, that are all out there. And they all say Corvette on them. But in your Corvette, you're running a four-cylinder Chevy Chevette engine when other Corvettes are either running the full eight cylinders or six cylinders. It's a Corvette, right? It's a defense, but it's not going to keep up with some of the other defenses. And it's not going to be enough to slow down some of the other offenses which is why you rely upon, say, another Corvette alongside you that can block and help you out a little bit and maybe draft a little bit and bring you along for the ride. That's what this defense is. 855-830-8648. Let's go Neil listening to us in Merrill. Neil, how are you doing today, buddy? What's up? Good. Hey, um, I have this strange image in my head. I see Aaron Rodgers with the entire team on his back both offense and defense, and he's heading for three goal lines. One is the NFC North. The other is the, to be the representative in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And I, unless some people jump off, you know, and start to help, he's going to stagger and fall. I look at Aaron Rodgers as a guy, I appreciate the phone call. I look at Aaron Rodgers as... He cannot have a bad day because I don't think, especially against a good offense, I don't think that the defense has enough to keep up. And I know if there's people right now that are listening to this that are in Green Bay that walk the walls or inside 1265, whatever it happens to be, I, you know, they may not be happy with that comment, but it is what it is. When the offense gets stymied by a good defense, the defense will get you stops every now and then. I mean, we watched this defense get some stops, and the offense struggled, 
and then the defense eventually succumbed. I'm not blaming the entire loss the other day on on this defense. They got put into a bad – first of all, it was a pick six, so it's an automatic score. The offense comes right back, puts the defense back out on the field, and then after that the defense is asked to go out and get some more stops. They did, don't forget just before half, the Packers offensively, a sack ended the half. So it was a tenacious defense that stopped the Green Bay Packers. And then after that, it was punt, 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 punt. And, and probably three or four of those were three and outs. The offense didn't do anything to help the defense, and the defense kept going out and being asked to, to, to make big stops. They'd get a stop, nothing would happen, they'd have to go right back out again. So, yes, the defense has to be better. Absolutely. But I'm not blaming. That was that was a uh, across-the-board failure the other day. 855-830-8648. When we come back, and take your phone calls. Also hear from the head coach, Matt LaFleur, of your Green Bay Packers. Gavin listening to us out in Madison on The Zone. We're going to get to you, Gavin. Stay tuned. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Epoxy Flooring and Done Right. Epoxy Flooring, polyurea coating, Sean and the gang, they want to get it done for you. They warranty it for life. They're right here in our own backyard in Wisconsin. From Green Bay all the way down to Racine, everything in between. If you want to beautify a room, your garage, your showroom, if you're a business owner, or maybe even industrial, they can do it. And uh, I'll say this too. They got uh, a lot of quality work, so much so that they are hiring. In today's economy, during COVID, with what's going on, and there's a lot of people out of work, they're hiring. So if you're looking for a job, go ahead and give uh, my buddy Sean a call. And uh, get a hold of them. Epoxy Flooring Done Right. That is Epoxy Flooring Done Right. Also one of our proud, proud sponsors that take us down each and every year down to Super Bowl. And our coverage of Super Bowl this year also brought to you by our friends at Epoxy Flooring Done Right. Let's do this. We're going to go and take a quick break. Come back. Get to Gavin. Uh, get to Matt LaFleur. You can hear all of that. Coming up next on the Bill Michael Show. Everywhere in Wisconsin. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. I love my brand new Hyundai Sonata Sport. It is such a great car. I love every little facet about it. But you know what else I really love? I love great customer service. And my friends at Hyundai West Dallas are just that. Did you know that they are the number one overall store for customer satisfaction? Well, when you walk in, you'll see why. What they're doing to their showroom, their service drive, the staff at Hyundai West Dallas, they take your safety very seriously. You'll notice that when you walk in, they are all wearing masks and they're wiping down everything. And when you bring your car into service, they even put steering wheel covers on so no germs are able to get past. And don't worry, guys, if you forget your mask at home like I do from time to time, they have free ones there just for you. So why do I say all of this? Well, it's pretty easy. It's just one more reason why you need to get your new car from Hyundai West Dallas. They have the lowest prices in town, the best inventory, and they're the most respectful when it comes to your safety. They even have discounted prices on the 20 2021 Hyundai Palisade, the best-selling SUV around. Hyundai West Dallas is located just off of Highway 100 in West Dallas, just a quick 15-minute drive from, say, Waukesha or maybe downtown Milwaukee, and not too far either if you're coming from West Bend or Kenosha. And when you go in, if you mention my name, Joe Zenzola or Radio Joe, you will receive an additional $500 off on any new or used vehicle in their inventory. Hyundai West Dallas, where their ordinary needs to be extraordinary.
Welcome back. We are glad you are with us. Also, thanks to our friends at Quick Trip. When they ask what's for dinner tonight, you can say Quick Trip. You know why? Because it's just like mom made. Just like mom made. You know, whether it's beef stroganoff or turkey, stuffing, potatoes, whatever it happens to be. You know, those good meals. It's a bunch of people out there in lacrosse. They make them. They package them real quick. They ship them out that day, and they're in the in the stores. So by the time you get them, they're only a few hours old, and they're still fresh. They're perfect. Take them home. Heat and eat, baby. That's the way to do it. Heat and eat. Good stuff from our friends over there at Quick Trip. Quick Trip, they've got you covered. You pick it up with your Quick Rewards card as well. Uh, let's get back to the phone calls. Talk to Gavin listening to us in Madison. Gavin, welcome to the program, The Bill Michael Show. What's going on? Hey, Bill. How are we feeling today? I'm doing good today. I've absorbed all the uh, the disappointment from yesterday, and I'm, I'm ready to go today. Yeah, and I, I, I like what you were talking about earlier, Bill, on looking at this defense and trying to figure out if it's if it's players, scheme, or maybe a little of both. And I think maybe taking a deep dive into the draft since Goody has taken over would be something that would be worth time. Um, if you look at 2018, his first pick in Jair Alexander, that's a home run. Uh, but you look at Josh Jackson in the second round, Oren Burks in the third round, then the rest of that draft they have had no impact players. Then you jump to 2019, Bill. Uh, Elton Jenkins in the second round, that's another home run. But, you know, Gary has, has not done much in a year and a half. I think Savage has regressed this year. And then you look at the rest of that draft as well, and there's real, there's just no impact players there. And then this year, Bill, you know, I, I think we can all agree, there. you know, outside of maybe an injury to, to Jones or Williams, and if Dylan is able to come in and, and be a player, they're not going to get much there. And I've been, you know, people are talking a lot about receivers, Bill, but I look at Patrick Queen, I know you talk about him a lot, and I've been watching him really close. And last week alone, Bill, here's here's his game log. Nine tackles, three tackles for a loss, one mm-hmm. sack, one forced fumble, and a fumble recovery for a touchdown. Right. And then I'm, I'm looking at that game against Tampa Bay. And Levante David and Devin White, they've got a linebacker. And you see the difference in speed and impact on that second level between a team like Tampa Bay and Green Bay. I mean, you can't even compare the two. Um, so I, I think, you know, maybe – doing a deep dive into what Goody's really done um, besides hitting those couple home runs and figuring out if it is the players of the scheme is, is really something that's worth the time looking at. So, No, thanks, I get have it. Have a good day, man. I appreciate it, man. Thanks. Uh, and he's right. He's right. I mean, that that is a guy that could have helped you out right here, right now. Right here, right now. And you don't you don't have him. And the guy that you did pick and traded for, and I know it's beating a dead horse, but he's not even playing. He's not even dressing. It's That's that's tough. Hey, Matt LaFleur says, uh, one loss cannot turn into two. I think any time you get punched in the mouth like that and, and really beaten handily um, in all three phases, you've got to be critical of yourself and, and learn from your mistakes. And the big thing that we, we cannot allow this loss to lead into a bad performance versus a really talented Houston Texan team. So you just can't allow one loss to become two. In addition to that, he also compares, because we've done a lot of it, but he compares the Buccaneers' defense to the 49ers from last year. It's just a good complementary defense. They they do it on all three levels, and same same with the Niners. I mean, they're, they're just good players out there, and when you combine good players with good scheme, 
you have a good defense, and a lot of good defenses can give people problems. Also expects an explanation. Remember that late hit on Aaron Rodgers? Rodgers got up. He was John and Dominic and Sue and all that kind of stuff. He wants to hear something from the league. Yeah, you know, that's that's one of the questions that we intend to get answered. Uh, I don't understand that rule. I don't understand how if you're going into the end zone and you're giving yourself up and you get hit, that it's not a flag. But, uh, you know, so that's something we'll get clarification on. Um, and then, uh, yeah, he did get hit quite a bit. I think he's he's definitely a little bit sore today. Um, but I don't see anything being too significant moving forward. So why were the practices when he said uh, him and Aaron Rodgers both said practices weren't good last week? Why weren't they good last week? Uh, yeah, it, it just was a little sloppy. Um, you could tell, like, you know, whether in the run game or the pass game, just assignment-wise, we're a little bit off. And also just uh, whether it's route depths, uh, timing in the pass game, in the run game, making sure that our combination blocks are on point. Um, you know, it just it, it wasn't a clean – it wasn't clean at all um, – really in, in any of the three days. And there were some things that I think probably played in into that in terms of asking a little bit too much of, of some guys. Uh, we had a bunch of different personnel packages, but again, that's, that's on us as coaches. And I mean, that's not an excuse. That's just the reality. And, and we've got to be better and we've got to learn from our mistakes this week. Yes, the Buccaneers defensively played really, really well, but uh, the old adage is as much as they played well, we did not do enough. We hurt ourselves. Yeah, no, I, I think that's why you can never listen to anything. I mean, you're only as good as your last game. I think that well, we were four games into this sucker. There's 12 games left, and now now we're, we're looking at 11 games in front of us. So, you know, you can never get comfortable. As soon as you do that, you will get knocked off and you will get embarrassed. And, you know, unfortunately for us, we went up against a pretty good defense and you got to give them a lot of credit or, but um, there was, there were some things that we were in control of that we did not do a very good job. And again, we got to go back to the drawing board, hit that reset button and, and get better and learn from it. Time to move on, burn that film. Yeah, I, I think certainly any time that you can't find that rhythm um, that you're – we had seven three and outs. Uh, I think we had won the previous four games or whatever. So any time that whatever you're calling is not working, that's extremely frustrating. And sometimes you got to go back to, you know, simplistic plays to try to get your, your team into a rhythm that you know that they feel like they can execute no matter what the look is and – you know, I didn't do a good enough job of that. So, uh, again, we looked at the film critically, uh, just thinking about things that, as a play caller, you could do better. And, you know, you got to learn from it and move on. This game's over with. And like I said before, we can't allow this game and just the bad energy that came from this game uh, to seep into to next week's performance. That's a head coach of the Green Bay Packers. When we come back, back to the phone calls, Roger, Ron, Mike, everybody that's hanging in there, stay tuned. We're going to talk more about this loss, more about uh, the topic at hand. Have the Packers done enough? Is Brian Gutekind's doing enough? Or maybe are they kind of you know dwelling on some of the draft choices, hoping they're eventually going to take shape? Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show next. 
Wisconsin wide. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veteran Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers have today off tomorrow. They'll begin to get ready to head to Houston to play the Texans. Matt LaFleur reviewed the tape of the team's 38-10 lopsided loss to the Buccaneers and had this to say about giving up 38 unanswered points. Anytime you get punched in the mouth like that and really beaten handily in all three phases, you've got to be critical of yourself and learn from your mistakes. The big thing that we cannot allow this loss to lead into a bad performance versus a really talented Houston Texan team. You just can't allow one loss to become two. After the game, Aaron Rodgers suggested this game might be the wake-up call the Packers needed after coming off the bye, but he still thinks they can win the division. Right tackle Billy Turner. I'm never going to say that I think you need a kick in that to help you win, but at the same time, there's positives and negatives that come along with that. That's Packers right tackle Billy Turner. In Green Bay, I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Welcome back. Hey, don't forget, coming up immediately following the game on Sunday, Green and Gold postgame show, Gary Ellerson and I, we break it down and we give you our analysis, take your calls, your reaction as well. That is the Green and Gold postgame show on many of these same stations immediately, immediately following the Packers and the Texans. And we hope to have you right here and to get your reaction, get your phone calls, give you uh, our thoughts and analysis and, uh, and kind of go from there. Uh, 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. You want to chime in, feel free to go ahead and do so. We'd love to hear from you. Let's get back to the phone calls. Uh, let's go to Pat. Pat listening to us in Green Bay. Pat, how you doing? Hi, Bill. Great. Love listening to your program. Thank so, you. Appreciate I watched, it. I love, I love, I watched both games yesterday. And if, if Packer fans across the state would sit back and really watch other teams, um, you take a look at the Packer roster. You have an average wide receiver core. You have a defensive line that's not existent. You're 13 and three last year, and you're four and one this year. I, I think it's a miracle, almost, what they do with the talent that they don't have. They don't match up with Arizona. They don't match up with either of the AFC teams that played last week. Um, I'm at the point where I, I'm, I'm beginning to wonder if on the defensive side of the ball, is it the scheme or are we really that bad? So I'm going to hang up now and uh, listen to you and um, great program. Thanks. No, I appreciate it. Appreciate it very much. I, I, when, when you talk about is it the scheme or the personnel, I mean, I, I think you can say a little of both, whether or not you're trying to fit square pegs in around holes because you don't have the talent, which is always – uh, one of the biggest complaints, I think, with fans is that you know where the weak spots are. I mean, we can all look at it and say, okay, who's who's not doing their job or who's getting beat at their job, right? We talk about that all the time. We, we talk about it all the time. Uh, the second aspect of that is, is the coach that is coaching them 
getting through to them? And third is, has the coach that is coaching them had success in the past? Matt LaFleur, you know, he didn't have a lot of success. He's had, you know, good, obvious uh, tutelage. But, you know, as a head coach, I think he's done a pretty fantastic job. Uh, Mike Pettin has had success as a defensive coordinator coming into this situation and, and scheming defenses. Uh, and then you ask yourself, do you have the talent? I, look, I think they've got some key pieces. I still like Zadarius Smith. I like Kenny Clark. Uh, Kirksey, when he's healthy, pretty solid. God knows the secondary is really good. I just think that you're only as good. I've said this before. You're only as good as your weakest link. And, and they've got quite a few weak links right now, defensively speaking, on this team. Uh, and when people say, well, it's the scheme, well, what scheme are you looking at? Are you looking at a true 3-4? Are you looking at a scheme in which they're running one down lineman, a couple of outside backers, and then the rest of it's defensive backs and linebackers? Are they running more safeties? Are they running more corners? I mean, there's so many different things that you have to do because you don't have the big beef personnel up front. Uh, we'll get back to the phones coming up here in just a second, but I want to let you know that through the end of October, uh, as the weather, it's going to get cold. We saw some snowflakes. It sucked yesterday. Saw snowflakes all over the place yesterday. Up north, specifically, uh, you guys are getting snow, and I know that. That sucks. But through the end of October, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin offering you no money down, no interest, and no payments for 24 months when you replace your old leaky windows and doors right now. Or you can choose the 2.99% APR financing for 12 years. Chilly winds, they're here. They're already a-blowing. Don't forget, you can Pella now and you can pay later. No money down, no interest, no payments for 24 months or 12 years. 2.99% APR financing to approve credit. Go to PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. And do what I did. Get those good uh, windows, those good doors, and feel safe, secure, and warmer and more efficient inside. Still got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up. Three more hours, as a matter of fact. And when we come back, is the problem with the Packers, is it their defensive Mike Pettin? Or just the sheer lack of talent. We'll get into that discussion because I think it's fair. Coming up next on the Bill Michael Show. Listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love. Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.